to win in style We've done it for a while It's better to aim very high Then our football story will echo with glory Hello and welcome to season five, episode twenty of Echoes of Glory. I'm ASD. Who are you? I'm Jack. I'm Jack. I'm welcoming him back for his second week, Mr. Dan Ward. How are you? Hello. You went down very well last week. So uh, how did you feel? Because you came in very nervous. I was nervous. Yeah. How's that been? Settled I mean, into it. Yes. Yeah. After a while, obviously just talking football. <laughs> yeah. Spurs, so it's quite easy to relax and. Yeah, world famous soon. now. World, world famous. famous. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's been an interesting week. I mean, the only thing we've got to talk about, well, there's two things majorly to talk about. I haven't done a first question. I just totally forgot to do a first question. The one I did have from Van, which we'll do next week, so I'm asking you right now, is if Spurs players were, who would be the best Spurs player to be a robot in Robot Wars? Because Van's example was Scott Parker, because he's got an amazing turning circle. And he's a great... as well. I mean, that's just been <laughs> cheap going. <laughs> so that'll be, that'll be the thing. Um, Jonathan Pierce. How do you feel about Jonathan Pierce as a commentator? I think he's awful. Just tries to fill the silence all the time. I don't mind him. I think all the commentators are a bit dull. I mean, BT have got Michael Owen. So, I mean, this yeah, is true. Owen is awful. He's the worst. If Owen can get a gig, yeah, this is pretty true. much open for anyone. Um, so the two things before we get on to miscellaneous and non-business are Deli Ali signed today for, for five years until... 2021, which is ridiculous because he'll it's, he'll be like 25. How old is he now? 19. 19. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's so far away. And then we'll talk about Leicester. So let's talk about Leicester. Let's go chronological. Leicester. How are you feeling before the game after all of the after Liverpool and Exeter and Villa and Wickham? How did you feel about Spurs? Oh, were you there? I wasn't there. No, I watched it on the telly. Um, you know what the FA Cup's like? It's one of them weird competitions where it doesn't matter who you're playing, anyone could beat anyone. But yeah. going into it, I was quite confident because I thought our Fringe players are probably better than their fringe players, so we should get through the game. Um, wasn't to be. Um, I don't think we played poorly, but I didn't think we were great. I thought we were okay and was sort of a bit, a bit unlucky to be two one down because I didn't really think that they did much to to get in front. Um, but if you don't, if you can't defend a set piece properly, yeah, Toby lost him, didn't he? And I mean, if Okazaki comes on and changes the game, you've got to question you've got your defence a little bit. So I, I, I was having it out with a Leicester uh, fan in work and he was saying about how, well, he only had one starting player in their first 11 as we had about five. But my point to him was like, we've got a starting 11 who are fit enough to be playing every game, give or take. So actually, your second 11 are weaker because they're a second 11, if that makes sense. Like we've got such a strong fitness level that our first team is a first team for every game, give or take. So I didn't accept that as an argument. But how would you have changed the lineup if you could? Like, based, I know easy wretched. Like when you saw Sun in as a striker, for example, how would yeah. would you have would you have started him or like, what would you have done? I actually thought he did quite well. I quite I didn't mind the lineup actually. I loved the fact that Onuma started, mm. and I actually thought he had a really good game. It's yeah, the, definitely. The first time you've really been involved, really got involved in the game. In terms of the lineup, I I don't know if, how much I would have changed really. I think it flowed quite well. Because um, I don't, Sam was up front, but he did drop in quite a lot, and I think that might have been where we do need another target mm. man to spear up the attack. Because we were getting a lot of the ball, a lot of possession, but we weren't doing a great deal with it mm. in the half. We didn't test Michael as much as we should have done. Yeah. Because yeah. after that first, when we scored, he, he looked that parry was it was quite it was quite parry. shaky after yeah. that moment. Yeah. And I think we just didn't test him enough, but. Overall, I quite like. I thought Tommy Carroll had a good game as well. He was threading some nice balls through. I just thought the team, 
actually was playing quite well. It's quite nice we can rotate it. Where he's saying what well, we had five first teamers in, the likes of Rose, is he fir- he's a first team player, but he's in the rotation system with Ben Davies. Yeah. Trippi yeah. is the same. So they're not guaranteed. So all of them was probably the only one, only the one at the back that would normally play. I just think, as you say, we've got a young team coming through. Yeah. So we've got enough talent to play. I think the team was quite strong. I thought it was really good. I'll tell you what's interesting is we. I don't feel like we've got backup left backs and right backs. I feel we've got two for different occasions. Like I feel like if you want to go safety, you go Trippier and Davis because I think they're the best defenders. And if you want to go flair or just attacking, then you've got Rose and Walker, which is a really nice difference to have. I'd agree with that, but I also think Trippier's delivery is good, quality. It? Like he's probably got the best. Well, he takes the corners when he plays, doesn't he? Like, yeah. Compared to Walker, and you'd say Walker's better going forward because he's quicker and he can go past man. But if you put Trippier within sort of. 15, 20 yards of the box and give him a few yards, his delivery. Yeah, he's really good. It's, and he's aggressive quality. as well. Because yeah. like, we always talk about the aggressive players, but for me, we've got Trippier. Deli Ali's got a bit, a bit of bite about him, which I, which I quite like. You know that. You know when you used to see Rooney when he was younger, where he would, like if he got fouled, he would tank it after the person with the ball just to take him down from behind. I feel Ali's got a little bit of that, you know. He's got a bit of bite. Um, I, see... Fazio not playing, I think he's just signed his, his death warrant, isn't yeah. it? He's just yeah. not, he's not back I in the team. I think Wimmer looks all right, though. I, I mean, think he's he was threading some balls out, wasn't he? Like, yeah. Long, oh, yeah. His long ball game was decent. He's no Vertonghen, but I, I thought Toby missed Jan. Yeah, you could tell, couldn't you? Which I think, because there's quite a lot of people that are not massive fans of Vertonghen, but I thought that game really showed sort of how important he is to Toby and the whole back four, because Toby Definitely. didn't look as settled. Not that Wimmer's a bad player, but... He knows where Tom is going to be, and obviously he's not used to playing with Wimmer as much. And I thought you could really tell how important the two of them are because I know I've said a lot on the pod this year how good I think Toby is as an individual. Yeah. But after seeing that, you see how important oh, they work together is. amazingly well. And do you remember? I always go back to Stevenage away in the FA Cup. Do you remember that in the nil-nil draw? Where, Ryan Nelson, where we played yeah. three at the back, which was Ryan Nelson. I think it was Ryan Nelson, Kabul, and Gallas. And you had, I think you had legs, Dawson. Legs in that. Yeah, but. That time we didn't know what our back two should have been. We were going, you know, Gallus has got experience, so has Nelson, so we should we be starting them. But Ga- Nelson had no legs. Kabul's massive, bit of a unit. But do you start him versus where's Dawson fit in? Whereas now I can tell you what our centre back should be. In fact, I can tell you what our spine should be quite mm. easily. Um, where does Bentleb fit in? Because he came on, he looked all right. The, first, the shot he took was ridiculous. Saying about the players not to start, it surprised me he didn't. Yeah, mm. it totally really agree. shocked me he didn't start. Actually, I thought he would have been in the starting eleven, especially to get his leg, getting more match practice ahead of. I would have thought he'd be coming into the team a bit more when we've got Europe, and now you know all the games going to be coming up. We're going to need all the players well, to be you, sharp. What do you think about um, Chadley? Because he's obviously still very rusty, but and then he was getting hammered he, on Twitter. I don't think he was that bad. I mean, he did he it, did a job. He was he was okay. He was just a bit too obvious. <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted to cutting on the right foot all the time, and he was a bit. He's a bit of a Hog and he, he was just a couple yeah. of times he could have squared it and he, yeah, he was just trying to take it on his own too much and I think Leicester were doubling up on him. Yeah, whenever he got the ball, he had two players, so it was a tough job on him. But if he could spread it out, but if he could play the other boys in the other Tell players, you, that son is so good on both feet. Like he, you can see, like usually you see defenders forcing a player one way or another, whereas son you can't force him one way or another because he can do everything with both feet and that he can't shoot with either foot to be honest, but. <laughs> <laughs> but he, it's brilliant how you could see how 
like you say, Chadley was being forced in one direction like onto his left foot towards the byline, whereas there was such a gap on both sides of the defender for whenever Sun was attacking. I thought that was great. I'm still not sure what Sun's best position is because he sort of played all of them front four. And I he think plays them all fairly well. I don't think he's an out and out forward. I, no, definitely. But I mean, he's not a number ten either. He's a drifting in the three behind player. Kane. I'm not really sure, which is a good thing. It's a good problem to have. He's one of those. He's a bit like Hazard in that way, where he just drifts around doing what he wants, and that's the way we tend to play as well. Because Eriksson never stays on the, mm. the left. Well, I didn't feel the last time we saw someone park the bus like that was when Chelsea came. Like seriously, we, we haven't seen anyone park the bus because you could you could throw a blanket over most of them. Like it was five five. That was it. Ujoa didn't. I can't even remember anything Ujoa did. Um, I thought we bossed the first half. Absolutely, completely mm-hmm. bossed it. We just pegged them back in their own half. And as you say, if they hadn't scored that corner, I don't know how they were going to score. It was no. just. It just felt comfortable. Even when we had a makeshift back in a in a way makeshift back line. Vorm hasn't played since what the League Cup. Yeah. What do we think of Vorm? Because when we signed him, I was like. That's a really good backup keeper, but when I see him, I feel nervous. No, yeah, but is that because we've been spoiled through Hugo, or because we? I think it's because we. Hugo is the best technical player we've got, right? He, and then maybe Toby, and then maybe Kane. I think that's just the way it is. But I still think there's he's got a lot of areas to get better in. I think that's just come from not playing regularly. Mm, mm. He, like we, he, he's not good enough just to be a shot stopper. You have to be a player in this league now. Uh, I. Thing is, he's what thirty three, thirty four. He's not going to be on loads of money. Replacing him, you either get someone young who want who wants to move soon, or a really old player like we had with Friedel, mm. who was great for us. So I think actually he's quite all right. I mean, who else are we going to get? It's a difficult one. But I just thought it was quite interesting just watching him because when he was at Swansea, even when he first came, he looked, looked Proper, quite good. Solid, but yeah, 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 it just shows you, I guess, like what, when he ran out the box to clear it, he kicked it straight to um, wherever he was. Well, yeah. Yeah. It's a bit like God, yeah. what's going on? It was yeah. a little bit shaky, but. Probably is probably lacking match practice, isn't it? Yeah, I reckon to a point. I, just your point on Josh Onuma was a great point because him and Tom Carroll. Because I've never seen a great game from either of them. You know, they've always come on. We've always loved them because they're young. I mean, Tom Carroll. We said last week was twenty three, but Josh Onuma was just attacking. You can see why they're happy to sell Townsend because he just fulfills that role. I thought it was really exciting to see. Yeah. Go on. No, go on. Yeah. Uh, sorry, so um, we've got four questions from the Facebook group. So Javad, who's obviously from uh, the Tottenham Hotspur Family Podcast, who's a question that he's given to us from his show. He says, what if we took the strongest 11 from 2011-12 against our strongest 11 today? Who would come out on top? So let me read you that team. Is that the AVV I've been team thinking, or is that, uh, is is that it the it Rednap team? I think it's the Rednet team, Van der Vaart, Modric. So I was thinking about this. Gomez, Bale, Kabul, Huddleston, Lennon, Parker, Addy, Van der Vaart, Addy when he was on loan, so he's decent Addy, Van der Vaart, Gallas, Modric, Saha, Giovanni dos Santos, Defoe, Dawson, Crenshaw, Kudicini, Friedel, Rose, King, Walker, Jake Livermore, Sandro, Asricotto, Ryan Nelson, Bongani, Kamalo and David Bentley. <laughs> And well, I mean, Kamulu. I mean, what a name. <laughs> he hasn't got a mention for a while. Kamali. Um, and let's not forget our reserves. David Button, Harry Kane, Ryan Fredericks, Christian Chebelos, Luongo, Tom Carroll, Alex Pritchard. Half the team's in the team now. Mm. So if we're going to go best team out of that, I mean, it's, it's Gomez. Bale was number three, so he's a left-back. Kabul, King, Walker, Sandro, Modric, Rafa, Lennon... Bale was playing midfield. Yeah. Fine, I left Bale. Yeah. 
with Danny Rose at, or Asukotu at the back and then up top you've got Defoe that's a good team it was, I mean that would be a great game Modric that would be a great game defensively this team is much better yeah I don't think we'd give Bale the opportunity and Rafa wouldn't get any of the ball and Defoe well we'll see how Defoe does this weekend but I like to think that our team now would beat that team but there were probably a couple of individuals Bale in being one Bale, Modric and Rafa Oh, I would say if we, yeah, if we had maybe what we lack is that world class winger yeah. I think now we lack yeah. that world class winger to thread the balls in for Harry oh, you know and that ball Bale player. just steamroll teams I don't think any one of our players could no. run through a team mm. like Bale did no 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 I'll and scare a team quite like that but I think we've got um, I think as a team we're probably a much stronger unit now mm. where we every player does the same Definitely. every player hounds the opposition, like yeah. I don't think I've seen us peg back teams in their own half like we have done now. No. Whereas the old team was more of a counter attack. Yeah, and it was very individualistic. You looked for Rafa to create, and then you looked to Modric to thread ball through. Still, my favourite player I've ever seen yeah. in life. Um, he also says, putting aside, uh, Javad also says, putting any predictions you may have made in the summer to one side at the halfway point of this season. How far do you think we can go? Um, assuming we don't land a striker, he thinks that we have the best chance in long time to go all the way in the league. It'll be more difficult next season when we have to balance the league campaign alongside competing in the Champions League, and when the West London Chavs and others will have got their act together. So um, that was a, so slightly changing that question. So there were some people on Twitter who were at madness who were saying they're quite happy when we were losing that they're quite happy because then we can concentrate on the Premier League and the Europa League. How do you feel? No, no, Is no, the no, FA no. Cup an old people's trophy? Not at all. Not at all. You want to win every game that Spurs are playing in. Any fan that says, I want us to lose this game is mad. There was not a fan. Surely it's better to be in more competitions and have issues about who's going to play than being won. Yeah. Surely. I think the positive spin you take, if we had gone out, then it is less games. That's the only positive you can take from going out. Yeah. But I I want to win the FA Cup. I'd like to win the FA Cup and... I would love to and I, think I, would, I wouldn't mind the title the FA Cup and the Europa League this season that, don't would, mind be, travel. that would be yeah, I, wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't mind it so who have we got is it Chester in the next round assuming we beat Colchester yeah Colchester, 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 Colchester away yeah you're going to go to Jack's going to well, go I'm to going Westford, pending a ticket application to the replay next week next Tuesday £10 night, a so ticket bargain I don't suppose I mean um, it is on a Tuesday night or a Wednesday night yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So where do we think we're going to... What do we want to do? Where do, we, how, where do we think we're going to finish in the league realistically? There's a Man United fan who we both know who thinks they're definitely going to finish above us and I can't see them doing it because they're awful. They're the, the thing is, I think it's, it's a strange season this year where it's purely about how we play. It's been a lot of the times when we've been sort of challenging for fourth, we've been hoping that other teams slip up or mm. hoping that the results go in our way. Whereas I think this year, if, we're, if we play... The rest of the season, like we've played the first half, we'll finish fourth. Yeah. I, I mean, third, at the moment, you can say third is, I'm not going to say wide open, but it's there. I mean, you'd expect Leicester to drop off, but yeah. then you'd expect Liverpool, United, I mean, Palace are up there as well to sort of come strong in the second half of the season. So maybe third, but fourth was the aim to start the season. And I'd still I'd be take really fourth. happy. So offer me fourth now. I'll take, take it. it. Yeah. Definitely take it. I'll take it, but, but I'm this is based third. on us not buying. Strike in January, yeah, and no one else. If the teams all stayed as they are, yeah, let's say that, yeah. All, if the teams you... stay as they are, I don't 
I don't see United if they can continue on the and Van yeah, Hal's yeah. in charge. I can't see them ending above us. No, at the moment, and I can't see Liverpool sorting their act out before the end of the year either. Liverpool is such a mix of characters. They've so, signed Stephen Corker today, haven't they? Liverpool, yeah, they? on loan to the end of the season. Brilliant. That's my hope, right? I'm thinking of putting him in the fantasy team because if he scores against Arsenal, <laughs> I would love it if the I, Liverpool fans start singing, you know. Oh, I was thinking man, if he yeah. scores against Arsenal, it'd make my day. I'm big, I was always a big fan of Corco. He was just a big athletic centre. Like, I could centre. never understand when we got rid so of him. The rumours, like we talked about in here, that he may have had a, 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 an addiction problem with. Uh, See, I never saw it. Allegedly, hmm? I thought he was a decent player, but I didn't. I didn't think anything other than that. I thought he was okay. I thought we He's got young. about ten mil from him as well, didn't we? We got. We got he was young. Yeah, we got yeah got eight lot, to yeah. ten on it from Cardiff. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought bringing, taking, getting rid of him and bringing in Kirakes. Just, I mean, when you say it like that, <laughs> Kirikas looks great now. If you watch him on BT Sport, oh, he just—he looks composed. He looks—he's not doing any mad flicks. Or do you remember that? Trying to run it. Do out you remember here. when we played Burnley? We went two 0 down in about nine minutes in the cup, and then we won three two. Kirikas scored the goal, and he was wearing—I think he was wearing a face mask—and yeah, yeah. he did that stupid hands like. He, um, hands behind his ear celebration. And do you remember that video of him getting smashed in Romania? <laughs> he <laughs> scored a screener against Fulham as well, didn't he? Away. He didn't touch the floor. So yeah, like he just sort of hit it. Yeah. That Weird. He was man. a centre back. Weird yeah. man. What about the Europa League? Where do we think? How do you think we're going to do? I think we could. We can go all the way. We're smart enough to go all the way. I, I genuinely believe we can go all the way. But would you take? Would you? If we're in a semi-final, we've lost the first leg one 0 away, and we've got a big runny. Premier League games what do you prioritise because that's what happened to us in February the thing is, uh, it's, it's different now because if you win the Europa League you win the Champions League Yeah. so really the Europa League's the ultimate because it's the trophy yeah. and yeah, the Champions League you get League. the trophy and Champions League guarantee I reckon it will depend yeah I reckon Europe will depend on if we, we need to bring in someone Yeah. I think we definitely if we're going to try and go on all fronts I think we definitely need to bring another I think where we struggle in the Europa League is when we get to them quarterfinals, semi-finals, we just lack the big European experience. Yeah, we, we just do. lack that, especially in the away games with like the type of fixtures we go two 0 down early. And it's yeah, a really yeah. difficult time. Yeah. So this is the point I'm making about looking at the team back into. I thought about this actually a couple of weeks ago. You look at the team back then. You had Rafa van der Vaart with experience. And who else was in? Yeah, Gallas with a bit of experience. Modric was Europe. established. Midfield, he was established, but he didn't have experience for European yeah, experience. Yeah. Where you look at the team now, and you can say Loris has got lots of experience. Alde van Wild, Vertonghen, and even Eriksen, Lamella. Did you just all... call him Alde van Wild? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Alde van Wild. Yeah. We've always got one like Dan. Old Dan used to call him. Um, what do you? Pochettino. Pochettino, which is amazing. And then Adam. I can't remember what Adam. Adam's got one as well, it's amazing. Um, Zach, big man Zach, says, love to hear your thoughts on the rumour that Saido Berahino wants to come to Tottenham. Would he be good to put on the field next to Kane? So, we've got two questions. Is he a good influence on us? On Because he's a moaner. And then two, where does he play? Because I, I think he could be brilliant for us, both in a 4-4-2 type scenario, because they play together for the under-21s, or one or the other as well. Because you have a look at... Well, you, he scored for West Brom on the weekend. We had one chance, he scored one goal. He did, yeah. We had lots of chances, we didn't score any goals. That's the difference between a striker and a, an attacker playing up front, right? So we need a striker. Is he the man? Dan, where do you play him? I'll, I'll definitely bring him in. Yeah. They're saying about Kane being the number one, 
and then you need someone who's willing to play. I don't think he's willing to play back up. No. But you need someone with a bit of quality who can come on. And in games where we want to go four four two, yeah, mix it up a bit. I think he can definitely come in and do his job. He's young. He's English. I think his attitude has probably gone down badly. It sounds like West Brom made yeah, yeah. promises, but I don't. I see when obviously when we fell out, when Modric fell out with Levy, gave it a few weeks and he sorted his act out. Yeah. He's playing again. Yeah. I think it'll be if he come to us. And I don't see why he would kick up a fuss. He knows we're challenging. And he's got Kane ahead of him. Yeah, he'll have to bide his time and work hard. And like Davis said, like it, he really values that. The fact that Pochettino gives positions based on reward, like based on your your ability and your how hard you're working, and um, on merit is the word I'm looking for. And if he's playing better than Kane, you'll yeah. go. I think I think he could I be think, brilliant. I think it depends on on how much the transfer is. I wouldn't want us to go and spend 25 million on him or ridiculous That's like a ridiculous fee like that. Price though for a young striker. That's the thing, but there's a rumor, was, uh, rumor, isn't it? What um, Townsend and eight million. I think I'd, I think I'd do that. Deal. I mean, something like that, that would be. Cause, I mean, Townsend's not even—he's not contributing anything anyway. So I mean, that—that that would be a good bit of business. I think that's. I think he'd be a decent signing, Berahino. I know his, his attitude's being questioned, but because he actually wants to come and play for Potts, he wants to come to something. Like, yeah. He's not going to come with a bad attitude because that's no. that's the move he wants. It's just whether or not he gets on board with the, the high press and the work rate because that's not really something you'd associate with his game, but. Potts has brought that out of all the other players so I don't see why not it's just whether or not it's a realistic fee yeah and it sounds like it's a transfer he wants as well and it? not just like yeah. Levy's gone and done it it sounds like yeah. he's actually someone who they've looked at and scouted and think he's a good good buy he's a multiple position player as well because yeah, like I said he can we play him in the 4-4-2 but he can play wide so he played wide for West Brom plenty of times so he could always you can always play him there in like a 4-3-3 or you can drop Kane a little bit deeper like, there's plenty of options and yeah. he does bring pace as well which I know we've got with NG but it's not very good. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so we like that. And then Big Zach's other question is um, Dele Ali signing his new contract. We love him. I, I tell you what, I, was, I watched his goal against Hugo in France uh, for England. He's a he's a baller, isn't he? He's just he's nineteen. He's nineteen, and what a talent we've got. I love his aggression. Is what he's got a bit of aggression. You love that. I he like someone who's the, not uh, a pushover, and he's you know he doesn't look like the biggest guy, but. He, Puts himself about, and he's yeah, he's a tough lad, and he just gets yeah. on with it. I enjoyed it in the Leicester game when he come on and just put the right back down. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just sort of, like, first involvement, just put him down, brilliant. Yeah, like because he's he, he's just what you want. In a, you know, when you I do on FIFA, I don't I don't tend to buy a lot of players. I tend to get a lot of youth players come in, and you know when you get one that's like six foot two, athletic, like he can run all day. He's got some skills. That's exactly what you want. That's what that's what we've got. And that what I also love is. Back in the day, you could make an England team out of Spurs players, sort of, you know, like from Defoe to Lennon to Janus to Carrick, Huddleston, Dawson, Walker, Rose. We're getting that back. Like, Walker and Rose are still there. You've got um, uh, Dyer, Ali, Kane, Carroll, Carroll, Pritchard. Like, the future's bright. Future's nearly white. But good night. That's, and that's the end of the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, I remembered it this week. Um, I just wanted to. Re- so, Danny Rose was captain. Uh, on, I just wanted to read a quote so he said it's a proud moment for me and my family and I hope there will be a few more games along the line where I can walk the team out especially here at White Hart Lane there's been Ledley Michael Dawson and now Hugo the best goalkeeper in the league followed by Harry 
Harry's not the best goalkeeper in the league. <laughs> I'm just happy that I can be added to that list. I, I love that. He, he also said, though, that he thought it was a joke, that he thought Pochettino was just winding him up, which I, which I love as well. You know what's quite interesting? Because obviously that's the first time he's, he's worn the armband. That Leicester game is the, normally the type of game you'd associate with Rose getting carried away and lashing out. His performance was so much calmer, yeah. which is interesting yeah. what a captain's armband can do to someone that's quite notorious for flying in and making a stupid yeah. decision or something like that, which yeah. I thought was quite good. He was involved in the game a lot as well. Yeah, he was. Apart from his final ball, which he's just, so he just takes too much of a heavy touch, and he, I was frustrated. Yeah. Apart from that, but he won the pen at the end, didn't he? Was it a pen? For me, it was a pen all day long. He looks at it, he touches it, and he benefits from it. It's a pen. It's a difficult one. I mean, initially, I thought it was a penalty. And then I watched yeah. the replay back, and I don't think it's deliberate. No. But the rules of the game say it has to be deliberate. But if he doesn't handball that, Rose has got a shot on the edge of the six-yard box in the 89th minute. So, I mean, he has to give it. It, it looked like he turned and then tried to put his arm across Rose, which you, you can't do anyway. Yeah. So, if his arm's up there, it's not in a place that he should be. And as you say, Rose is going clean through. Yeah. On the side, he was going through to actually have a shot on goal. Stato, who is having a baby any day now, he hasn't had it yet, so good luck with that, uh, says it wasn't a penalty, he's a qualified referee, so uh, obviously his opinion has some weight, but he's not here to defend himself, so he's wrong, in my, in my <laughs> humble opinion. I'll be fair, I, don't, I didn't really care. As soon as he got <laughs> yeah. there, Kane stepped up. That's it, game over. That's it. Um, the only other thing I wanted to say was, uh, Moussa Dembele's back, so I'm hoping to see him tomorrow, which will be great. Leicester, big game tomorrow. Uh, how do we feel about it? I think we always play well against teams that come to play, and I think they'll come to play, and it'll be completely different from the weekend. I'm well looking forward to it. He's turned into a big player, and he? mm. he's yeah. really, I think, now he's fit. We're actually seeing the talent that we bought, which I've got like one of my mates' season ticket at Fulham, and he's saying he's one of the best players he's ever seen, yeah. or the best player he's seen at Fulham. He's Which I thought when when we got him in the first season, I was like, really? Yeah, but yeah. then now you're really starting to see. He's still got his. He's still big, isn't he? He's still, but he's leaner. He's definitely he's lean. Not, he's yeah, not and he can, he's just moving a lot better. And he's, uh, I think he's become a bit more intelligent with the passing. Sometimes he used to try and fucking play across the pitch too much. Sorry, bum yeah, Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> play across the pitch too much. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Essex boy. No, the um, um, Yeah, no, I think he's really come on this year. He's been. T- I feel like. He's been told. Like one thing that always annoys me about football is people say, oh, he should be doing this, he, that player should be doing that. But often they've got instructions as to where to go, where, what to do. You've got this role to do. And it feels like he's been told he's allowed to move forward, further forward than the centre circle, and that he's allowed to attack players. He's got, we always say, oh, I will never see a player who can dribble like him. Like you, I've never mm. seen a player who can just, he literally like walks through people, like the ghost. And I've never seen anyone like it, but he's moving forward now. Like he scored, was it two or three goals in in two or three games? Yeah. It was amazing. Bournemouth and then the Europa League game as well. He probably feels more comfortable. Now we've got Dyer as well sitting and yeah. he's disciplined. He sits back, doesn't he? He's almost like in the heart of the defence sometimes yeah. and moves out to left back and right back and whatnot. I think maybe that gives him a bit of security. He's thinking, I can do what I want yeah, now. Yeah. Whereas before, we'd get it, break, it would break on us and it hit our back line. Yeah. Maybe because it was just him and it was him and the two. So I think having in the free and having someone who's a whole sit literally sits as a whole midfielder gives him license to do what he wants to do. Yeah, and he's not as worried. He's not as conscious if I lose the ball. It's that vision we talk about. So we talk about how a centre back's vision is like is a right angle. It's, it's straight ahead of him, 
like when he's got the ball and then it's to his right to know where his right back or, or left if he's got left back. A right, like similarly, but a midfielder has to have a 360 vision because they have to know what's going on all, all around him. But now, like you say, he's got that, that thing behind him so he, he's allowed us to, to forget about what's going on behind him and he knows he's got cover from the back so he can drive forward, which means he can take risks, which means he can move. he's got more chance of moving further forward, which I love about him. How do we feel about the game tomorrow? I think it'll be a difficult game. I think it'll be a, a different game to the, the cup game because they're yeah. saying Valdi yeah. should be back, which gives them Good. a lot more pace on the break. And Mahrez will come Mahrez, in. Because yeah. you could see that they tried to play the same way in the cup game that they would normally play with Valdi and Mahrez, but they just had nothing up front. They couldn't... Yeah. And Ojoa couldn't hold the ball, but he doesn't run in behind anyway. So when they were hitting them long balls, it was so easy for Wimmer and Toby to just sort of clean it up, whereas Valdi will chase them down and he will win them. So... That will be difficult. I, I actually think we might approach the game slightly differently. I think we'll be a lot more cautious than what we would normally yeah, be in a game and almost try to play them at their own game because yeah. they're, not, they're not a very good possession team. No. They're not that tight at the back. They just play on the break. Yeah. Because if we can sort of play them at their own game, I'd fancy it's the win. Yeah. But the first goal is massive because yeah. if they get it, then it would be yeah. difficult for us. With Kane starting as well, that gives us a focal point up yeah, top. Yeah. It'll be something for more, more for the defenders to worry about because they're saying someone's coming out to get the ball. I maybe think we didn't have enough yeah, yeah, just yeah, pressing yeah. their back line enough. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I just I can't see us losing this at all because one thing that's different from us from this season versus a few seasons ago, last season we'd lose these sort of stupid games. I don't feel... Newcastle side that will lose it I feel like we'll be consistent enough and strong enough to stop them because we stop significant players like if we've Liverpool we stop Luka, uh, Liverpool um, Liverpool we stop Benteke City we stop Silva and Aguero Aguero did nothing he wasn't fit but Everton we stopped Lukaku I think we'll do exactly the same so tomorrow. I think we did that in the cup game to was it Kante who plays in midfield for them he yeah, got yeah. at half time he's been one of their best players this season they talked about his yeah. energy and travelling with the ball and he got one thing that worries me time. people always say oh you know they didn't play well against Spurs no 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 we don't let them play we don't let them play and I think we're going to smash them but I'm not I'm excited about that game because I think we'll, we'll, we'll score two or three but Sunderland I think there's goals all day in that I think we'll destroy Sunderland I mean they can't defend can they and like, you <laughs> no. never say that with an Allardyce team <laughs> but they just can't and they signed some Bayern Munich defender didn't they he's about 6 foot 10 something Brilliant. like some just Old cart horse that's just going to come in and just head the ball for them. But I mean, I'm sure that should be a comfortable win. Should be a comfortable win, yeah. I'm sure Defoe will score though. We'll probably go 2 0 up and then Defoe will score and it'll be nervy. Totally great. 9 1. So, and Defoe getting the 1 for them and Kane scoring 6 because no one's ever scored the double triple. Um, so that'd be great. Uh, I just wanted to. Anything else on those two games? No, no you've done your right. fancy league for tonight. Oh, I have, yeah. Um, you're smashing it. It's really I've got, I've got Aguero back in for tonight. Have you? I've chucked Aguero in as well. And I've, I've, I've taken Vardy out, actually. So I've taken Lukaku and Vardy out and put Aguero and Dini in. Thanks for that. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I am top, so... Yeah, it's probably better than anything I could give you. Uh, so I didn't realise that people could add comments onto um, SoundCloud. So I've started replying to him. And one of the comments we had was, um, I can't remember if you remember, you, in fact you weren't even here, um, we, we, we asked for people, we went through the list of, cause it's still mad to me that we get listeners in Jamaica and Thailand and all over the world, um, and we, we asked people for their stories, and this guy, Andre Hewell, came back and said, um, he, he's from Jamaica, I was like, one, why are you listening to us talk, there's better things in Jamaica than listening to us uh, talk, but two, why are you supporting Spurs, so he says, 
Andre Hill says, I was a supporter of any club that had Jamaicans such as Ricardo Gardner and Ricardo Fuller, obviously. So, Bolton and Stoke. <laughs> you expect me to answer yeah. um, One day I happened to turn on the TV and saw this team playing really attacking football, so I kept watching Spurs and I just fell in love with the brand of football that we play. I actually became a true Spurs fan under Juan de Ramos. Horrible time to be a fan, but I still enjoyed and loved everything about Spurs. He says his granddad is a gooner, which is a massive shame. He tried to make me sell his soul and support the Woolwich. But he's having none of it. He lived in and around Walthamstow. At least that's what I think it's called. It is Walthamstow. I'm going to try and visit England and watch his play at the lane before it's gone. So uh, if you ever need a ticket, let me know. I've got a couple of memberships, so I can always get a spare. But amazing. Amazing that's story. That's a great story, story isn't it? Yeah. But that, that's amazing, because we were talking about... Um, so we always, we always, we're always a bit boring, and we talk about the size of the club and how that influences your league position and all that sort of stuff, um, about how much wages you pay. And so often your brand follows where you finish in the league and what trophies you win. United will always be able to pay £80 million for bail because they just earn so much cash. Whereas we, on the other hand, we don't have that revenue coming in because we're not as big around the world. But it's amazing to see that this Pochettino team... I mean there's a lot more Koreans coming. I don't know whether that was just a clever move, but there's, you know, they're just doing smart things. We're playing, we're playing winning football, we're playing City, and then we're smashing them. People would be watching that around the world, so we should start to see the revenue come in, and the new stadium will just be full. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Um, any more? No, nothing else from me. No? Okay, good. We've got the quiz. Where have I put the quiz? It's in my bag. Uh, so, in a cup... In, one thing as well we're talking about, um, which would be really good to hear your uh, versions of, and Dan, you don't know about this, is the best team, the pl- a team made up of the best individual players you've ever seen live. So we were talking about mm-hmm. it, and then your dad uh, destroyed Shall I read, read his team out? Should we wait? Well, he, he might be coming on, right, in a couple of weeks, so let's wait. Let's wait, and we'll compare our, our best ever team. So a team, so mine would be like Lloris, Modric in the middle, then I'd have Drogba maybe up front, you know. Whoever, and then Xavi and Iniesta. So think about who are the best individual teams and make an 11 out of that, and we'll, we'll talk about it next week or whenever he does. Did you ever see Alan Shearer? No. I was going to say, if you'd seen him and not put him in, well, just like, I mean, that's 240 would... goals in the Premier League. That's a madness. 260. Oh, well, there you go. Well, yes. yeah. Uh, the other question, which we'll answer next week, is your question that you gave to me 100 Premier League goals. Oh, yeah, so this is. Not just a Spurs question, it's just a general Premier League question. It was there were two Premier League players Sorry. who have scored over 100 Premier League goals but never scored a penalty. So, two or Premier League players who scored over 100 Premier League goals but never, none of them are penalties. We'll answer that next week. Don't internet it, don't Google it. Great question, though. It's a good you question. It's a very good question. It's that I was going. Beep, 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 yeah, he's just screaming. He's just screaming. I can hear him. What's that coming over the hills? Uh, in, uh, it's quiz time. We haven't got Jack's feature. That hasn't happened in a while. Has it's, it? been, uh, it's been busy work at the moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> in which year did Gary Lineker win the World Cup Golden Boot Award? 86. Yeah. Yeah. We've got to end the show there. Surely. Drop the mic. Yeah. No, he smashed it. I've seen if you've seen it back, like Maradona's handball. We, uh, yeah, he scored in that game as well. So it hadn't been; it would have been a one-all draw, wouldn't it? But this is the problem. Like as soon as they go into punditry, people forget how good the player was. Like Hoddle. That team was awesome. Yeah. Back then as well. Yeah. Um, against which North East club did Teddy Sheringham score Tottenham Hotspur's first ever penalty in the Premiership? North East. 
Newcastle. I'm going Newcastle. Newcastle, yeah. Sunderland. No. Oh, bloody Barra. Middlesbrough. Ah, uh, two, two down. Two. Well, I saw so Newcastle. But still, how much did Spurs pay for Stefan Freund? Six hundred. Too much. Six hundred fifty thousand. Seven hundred fifty. Eight hundred fifty. Nine. Seven fifty. Uh, 6.50 7.50 In what year did Gary Doherty sign for Tottenham Hotspur? 2000 Bloody hell Dan <laughs> He's all over it This is unreal Get him on the drugs test after <laughs> um, Who in 1982 became the only Tottenham Hotspur player to score for Scotland at the World Cup final At the World Cup final 82 Finals uh, 1982 yeah can hear Stato again. Mackay, or I don't know. Who is it? Steve Archibald against New Zealand. Okay. Sort of full damn. I would, not, I would, not, yeah, I would yeah. not have got that one. Against which country did Bill Nicholson earn his only England cap? Switzerland. Northern Ireland. Portugal. Oh. In 1951. That, that, that was out. a tough one. <laughs> yeah. It's my second answer. <laughs> From which London club did Tottenham Hotspur sign Clive Wilson? It doesn't say London, but I've given you that as a. Fulham? Nope. QPR? What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> Hang on. He's oh. got this quiz at home. <laughs> <laughs> um, against which London club did Rory Allen make his Tottenham Hotspur League debut? Say again, again. Which London club did Rory Allen? Fulham. Palace. West Ham. No. Wimbledon. Wimbledon. Interesting. This is an easy sort one. Sort of interesting. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is an easy one. Which English club would Tottenham Hotspur defeat at the Stadium of Light? Do you want to do this one? <laughs> Sunderland. Now, yeah. for those of you who don't know, we were talking about... Let's see how you do. The um, biggest Premier League ground. Okay. Old Trafford. Wait, wait, wait. wait, 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 wait. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Wikipedia. Right, Wembley is 90,000. Do you know Arsenal still count their biggest home win? But biggest home crowd is when they were at Wembley when the, the Emirates Champions League, League games. Ridiculous. How pathetic is that? that <laughs> so Old Trafford, 75. Next. It's Arsenal. Arsenal, 60,000. Next. Newcastle. City Manchester, 55. Oh. Then St James's Park at 52. Then the Stadium of Light at 48,000. Villa Park's got to be up there as well, hasn't it? That's 45, is it? Listen mm-hmm. to this. So it goes Stadium of Light at 6th. Anfield at 45,000. Villa Park, Stamford Bridge. 42, then Hillsborough. That's interesting, isn't it? Liverpool, then Ellen Road for Leeds, and then White Hart Lane at 13th. So if we go in at 60,000, we'll go straight in. Well, if we go 61,000, we'll go straight into the second biggest ground in the UK. Smashing. Sorry. We're on to the um, the blue questions now, Mm -hmm. which are laws of the game and stuff, so they can be a bit weird. Are goal nets compulsory? Yes. Yes. No, only recommended, but required under competition rules. Oh, imagine <laughs> that. <laughs> Wild lane at the weekend for some of the games. Just the next round. Remember when they won the last two Champions League, Puyol going around cutting the um, nets off. Do you remember that in the Champions no, League final? He did it at Wembley in 2008, so just funny. went and cut the nets off. Weirdo. It's a hair net, that's what it was. <laughs> Does taking kicks from the penalty mark to, to, to determine the winner of a match form part of the match no that's the correct answer because if you're gambling like and you're betting on a certain amount of goals I don't think that that would count anyway the team that wins the toss of the coin takes the kick off true or false false it's optional false yeah yeah there you go brilliant (laughs) 
<laughs> I love this quiz. Who was the last Tottenham Hotspur captain to score for the club, club in an FA Cup final? When was the last FA Cup final? <laughs> for well, us. We won the last one. We, we won. Then we lost in 87, 3 2 to Coventry. And then. Uh, I don't know. Blanche Flower, 1962. <laughs> Never forgot that. No. Start again. Yeah, <laughs> Who scored? <laughs> who scored an injury time penalty equaliser against Woolwich in the two-two draw at White Hart Lane in the two thousand and three two thousand and four season? Dan, that's you. Early two thousands. Yeah, it's us. penalty against the Woolwich. Oh, we were two 0 down at half time. Two thousand three two thousand four. Carrick, Robbie Keane. Robbie Keane. Yeah, I almost said that. Got that. Go ahead, Dan. Finish off. What was uh, what was the score in the home leg of the nineteen sixty three European Cup winners Cup quarter final? Oh, is that was that Wolves? Is that that one? No, it was two uh, one. It was six nil against <laughs> Slavon <laughs> Bratislava. Oh man! We lost the away leg two nil, so we turned it around in the second leg. That is the most Spursy <laughs> thing to do. That <laughs> um, okay. Two games. Well, ne- next time we speak to you, we'll be t- we'll be two games in, so we'll have some crowd noise and all that that good I'll stuff. I'll do some uh, some recording at the replay as well. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll get that done. Um, and hopefully, we'll have Mr. Latchford in sometime. Hopefully um, next week. Hopefully next week. That'll be good. be good to see him. Games tell us talk. Should we do the fancy league while we're here? I mean, if you insist. I mean, it's a bit boring, but I just just. It hasn't been a game since we did it last week. Did we do it last week? Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm happy for you to run through and read out my name Basically, at the top again. Jack's yeah. top, man, that's boring. You're, you're, I'm fourth, you're first, but you're over 100 points ahead of me. Standard, really. Yeah. One thing we didn't talk about was Moose Dembele at Fulham. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll take it. Take it all day long. I'd love two Moose Dembele's in the team. I can't yeah. do that bit. How are they going to do it? How are they going to put through the shirts? How are they going to announce? They just have to, because usually they do... They're going to have to have full names. <laughs> you can't even have one Dembele, because no. it's still yeah. the same. But, but their names are Moose Dembele, but both of them. One no, no. has got one S. Yeah. One, one ah. S. That's going to be so funny. It's oh. kind of hilarious. I'll take it. I'll take him. Take him all day long. Anything else? Nothing else. Done. Uh, Dan, thank you very much. Hat-trick ball thank next you. time. Thank you for having me. No, absolute pleasure. And Jack, as always, thank thanks for turning up. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's good <laughs> good to have a third wheel uh, I've been here Steve thanks for listening if you want to contact us at Bright Lily White at Latchford J at Echoes of Glory Pod at gmail.com you can comment on SoundCloud I found out we're on Facebook we're on Reddit all the time so um, there's about a billion and one ways to get in contact with us uh, big game on the weekend I think we're on TV aren't we we're on BT tomorrow so have a watch Sport the Spurs. It's, I find it more stressful on the TV because when you're there, you're sort of in it. When you're listening to it on the radio, which is what I do a lot of, you sort of distance from it. But watching it on TV is just really mm. stressful. Hate it. Uh, but don't worry about it. Whatever happens, it'll be glorious. Um, and whatever happens, don't forget the future's bright. The future's lily white. Come on, you Spurs.
Jazz's top free kick at Wembley Aussie's knees have gone all trembly And the Tim requires assembly Danny Montauer Local boy Ledley King Greavesy scoring everything Glenn Hoddle, Chrissy Waddle Lee Young-Kyo Casey Keller, USA Woodgate is not fit to play Tramatini, Kudachini Freddie Canute Gary Mabbitt in Chilin Sergi Redwell for the win Run for me, Nick on me 4-3 Stout Terry Heroes in white and blue We've all loved you since 1882 Even when I'm feeling grey Despite the tears and pain I go to White Hart Lane Lineker playing fair Modric here, there, everywhere Pat Jennings, luscious hair Super Vertonghen Avliyachenko number nine Naeem from the halfway line Villa's running 81 Under Twin Towers Daniel Levy's transfer steals Harry Redknapp steals on wheels The legend Steve Perryman, MBE Hugo Loris clean sheet Born at Stefan Dalmatty I'm playing at White Hart Lane Nicola Bertie Heroes in white and blue This one's for Billy Nick His football did the trick He showed the world what Spurs could do The League and Cup we won in 1961 Aaron Lennon's line green shoes Gareth Bailey used to lose Alan Hutton we all knew his passport said Spain Berbatov turn and strop Hartsy saving from the spot Beat Chelsea at Wembley We lifted the League Cup Maradona is a spur We're the football connoisseurs Chaz and Dave's got me raised Chirpy the cockerel Mendes shoots from halfway Carol fumbling the same Clattenburg Waterberg doesn't give the goal Abizela's work of art Tricky Rafa van der Vaart He's got no head we don't care Martin Martin Yo Lily White's from White Hart Lane Red so Ziegler sounded just like Ziegler Getting to the grounds of pain Getting nasty blisters down the Seven Sisters Teddy and to equalise Ginger Pele in disguise People speak of the technique that Jason does a lot Jamie Redknapp on TV We love Alan Mullery Raziak, don't come back Andersimovich Crenshaw substitution Tom Hardwister's distribution Jermaine Defoe, he's Cisco He's linguistic skills Scott Parker could not try harder Danny Rose is 30 yarder Darren Bent's headed wide Sandra could have scored that Heroes in blue and white We sold Zakora and we dropped Zamora Spurs make my dark days bright But it makes me sad the Steagle was so bad Bobby Keane in the box Edgar Davids Redlocks, Palacios Stripey Socks Everson Hattrick Dave Mackay picking fights European glory nights Terry Dyson go on my son Cliff Jones on the wing Dean Richards, John White Legendary Lily White How dare A.S. for kick Two dare is to do Clive Allen, Paul Allen, Joe Allen, Les Allen, Rory Allen, Russell Allen, Alan Gilsey. Lily from White Hart Lane, Kazuyuki Toda, Bentley's free kick over, we treat Judas with disdain. His transfer was a farce, so shove him up your arse. Liam Walker's page three girl, Gus Poirier, free kick 
curl. Gomez made super saves, he can shag my wife. Edrington loved the cookies, and he really loved the cookies. Star Wars music and some Wookiees right before the game. Heroes in blue and white. When I feel depressed, think of Janola undressed. Point won't give up the fight. Bullfox never quits, you can be sure of it. Robinson's long shot, AVB's deep spot, David Howe's on the prowl in the FA Cup. Andy Sinton's England call, Michael Brown starts a brawl, Peter Crouch, eight foot tall, Jurgen Klinsmann's dive. Arsene Wenger's dodgy vision, Howard Webb's bad decisions, Raman Vega playing Sega, Sandra's kung fu kick. Eric Torsten looking swell Espen Barson Leonard and Smith and Chip is bound to score Give me more and more and more Heroes in white and blue We like to win style We've done it for a while It's better to rain very high Then our football story will echo with glory Lily wants some white on May If the budget allows The anchor will be ours Thanks Dave Hanson 44 he were here with my the boy appeared Heroes in white and blue This one's for Billy Nick His football did the trick He showed the world what's best to do The Leading Cup we won in 1961 Heroes in white and blue We've all loved you since 1882 Even when I'm feeling grey Despite the tears and pain I go to White Hart Lane Heroes in white and blue We like to win in style We've done it for a while